All right, so um, it's kind of a recurring theme. It's just something I've been noticing as I read through my ser- uh, stuff for my sermons this year. But um, one of the things that jumped out at me at first when I went through this is uh, Jesus is no longer in the land of the Jews when this starts off. He's gone on a boat. He's gone across uh, the sea or this lake. And... Um, he gets to a land of Gentiles. These people are pig keepers, um, so they're you know clearly not um, they're clearly not the people that Jesus was born around with and has been ministering to. Um, you know they're they're outside the faith. But as soon as Jesus gets there, the first person that we hear about a meeting is this guy who's just infested with demons. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but uh, this guy recognizes him. He's a Gentile, he's infested with demons, but he still recognizes Jesus um, in a place where not many people would have. And uh, so I think that's interesting, and I think it plays along really well with uh, the second lesson from Galatians, um, where it talks about how, you know, Jesus is here to pull us all together, uh, regardless of any of those traditional markers that uh, we like to think makes a difference. Um, we're just all one, and, and this guy recognizes Jesus right off the bat. Um, but he's, he's clearly not in a good way, right? He's full of demons, and it's weird for us as modern readers because our experience of demons isn't exactly the same as it would have been in the first century, right? Um, so now when people act like this, we call them mentally ill. They've got um, probably some kind of illness or addiction or any number of things, um, which is more accurate than to say they had demons. But in the first century, they sort of went with, well, they're demons, and we're just going to throw that under there. Um, and it's interesting to see what these demons actually do to this guy. Uh, we're watching Good Omens right now. Has anybody seen that on Amazon Prime? It's, it's really solid. It's an, ap- a, an adaptation of a uh, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett book. Um, it's worth a watch. But uh, essentially, this angel and this demon are friends. Um, and uh, they're doing things together throughout history. But um, one of the things that's most interesting when we think about demons in popular culture now is they're almost like a far-reaching bureaucracy um, with, like, different levels, and they've got different ideas about how to do things, and they're they're sort of all working to bring about the apocalypse. That's not what's happening in Luke. That's not what really happens with any of the demons we meet in the Bible. Um, They're just... They're personal demons, uh, and they're there. I mean, you can see this guy in here. He's worn no clothes. He doesn't live in a house. He lives among the tombs, away from his people. Um, that's what demons in the Bible do, and you can see they're, they're not really working toward any end goal. They're just separating this person from everything that he should be a part of. He's not living with his family. He's living among the dead. He's not wearing clothes. Um, there's, they're just increasing that distance between us, um, which is really the, uh, the Lutheran concept of kind of hell and Satan is always kind of weird, but that's where it is, is it's, it's in that distance between us and that distance that keeps us from loving one another fully and from kind of being there for one another. It's, um, that's what they do is they push us apart. Um, and so I, just when you read through this, especially after watching that, um, 
it's uh, really interesting. And so um, I think that's worth examining kind of throughout the next few weeks as you read your Bible more uh, and just throughout your daily life is to sort of look at times when there's distance between you and other people um, and just kind of ask yourself, you know, what is it that's pushing me away from them and what is it that's pushing them away from me? And there's nothing you can do about other people, right, when they when they sort of pull away from you, um, except to love them, to be there for them. Um, there's just nothing else you can do. Um, but when you find yourself pulling away from other people, you can kind of examine that and say, look, really, what is, what is causing this? And it's not, it's not a supernatural manifestation of a demon, but it is that metaphorical distance that keeps us from one another and keeps us from really living in Christ's shadow, which is what we're after here. So um, just something to think about over the next couple weeks. Thanks.